Good morning, it's Tuesday, February 27th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories and other important things from our community. Today, we dive into the heart of a legal proceeding that has captured national attention, focusing on the aftermath of the January 6th events at the U.S. Capitol. Specifically, we look into the case of Jacob Zirkel, a pistachio farmer from Cochise County whose actions on that tumultuous day led to significant legal consequences. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lolly from the Lolly Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small-town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lolly dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lolly deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona trivia. Did you know that Cold Stone Creamery was founded by Donald and Susan Sutherland in 1988 in Arizona? The ice cream parlor chain is known for its made-to-order ice cream with a high butterfat content and a large number of customizable mix-ins folded together on a frozen granite slab. Over the last 36 years, Cold Stone has expanded globally and now has over 900 locations across the United States. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Benson Hospital. Benson Hospital is doing more than treating illnesses. They're building a healthier community through prevention. Access to affordable fruits and vegetables are essential to good health. Their collaboration with Pinnacle Farms and Market on the Move brings more than 12,000 pounds of affordable produce to the community every month. For more information and dates, follow them on Facebook at facebook.com slash bensonhospital. Now our future story. 51-year-old Jacob Zirkel, a pistachio farmer from Cochise County, pleaded guilty to charges of civil disorder and assaulting or impeding officers, stemming from his actions on January 6th. Despite requests from both Zirkel and his defense for a lenient sentence of 90 days home confinement and three years probation, U.S. District Judge Reggie Walton decided on a prison sentence. The judge emphasized the importance of deterrence, underscoring the need to dissuade future actions driven by dissatisfaction with election outcomes. Zirkel's journey to the capital was motivated by a desire to make his voice heard, stemming from his life in a rural, often overlooked community. However, what started as an intention to peacefully protest took a turn towards violence. Zirkel admitted to pushing several police officers in a moment of concern for his brother's safety amidst the chaos. The Department of Justice outlined Zirkel's actions, noting his participation in a group associated with the Proud Boys, though there is no indication of a direct connection. His involvement escalated to physical confrontations with law enforcement and controversial chants, actions he later expressed regret for, highlighting a moment of lost control. Zirkel's cooperation with the investigation, including a pre-indictment debriefing and voluntary submission of evidence, was noted by his defense. Despite this, the plea for leniency was not granted. The sentencing reflects the judiciary's stance on the January 6th events, marking a significant moment in the ongoing legal ramifications for those involved. 
Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace for First, Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 92. Next, ASU women's tennis coach Sheila McInerney is in her fourth decade at the helm. Jonah Krell of Cronkite News sat down with McInerney to talk about her 40 years with the Sun Devils. With 40 years as the head coach of Arizona State women's tennis, Sheila McInerney's priority has always been about her players. Handwriting notes to recruits, paying for road trip meals out of her pocket, and putting grades first. Yeah, and on the court, she's mastered the delicate balance between keeping it fun and bringing intensity to get the most out of her team. McInerney was named head coach at just 26 years old in 1984, and today she celebrates her 66th birthday. I had the chance to sit down with her to talk about the impact and legacy she continues to leave on the Sun Devils. From her courtside view, Sheila McInerney's focus is always forward, a luxury she's earned after 40 years at the helm of ASU women's tennis. I had opportunities, particularly when I was younger, to, to you know, go to different places and were recruited by different schools, but I always enjoyed being here. But McInerney is the exception. Surviving the constant coaching carousel in collegiate athletics is no small feat, but the petite McInerney looms large over the Whiteman Tennis Center in Tempe, a testament to the relationship she forges and her competitive spirit. Anything that she does, she wants to do well, and I think that's what you see out on the court, whether that's you know working with the players, she wants to bring the best out in, in them, she wants to bring the best out in the team. It's something that maybe a lot of people don't really realize past the, the whole, you know, oh yeah, super nice lady, super caring person and things like that, but yeah, super competitive. McInerney grew up in Rome, New York, playing tennis at a park across the street from her house. She played at USC on scholarship, where she contributed to three national championships. While still in college, McInerney played the legendary Billie Jean King as an amateur in the 1977 US Open. She turned pro in 1980, then returned to USC as an assistant coach in 1983, and a year later, at just 26 years old, McInerney got the head job in Tempe, a title she's held ever since. I was never the most talented person. I mean, you know, I'm 5'4", pushing it probably by three and three quarters, and I never had a big type of game, so I had to sort of grind, you know. I always used to perspire a lot when I was on the court, so I sort of had to do it the hard way. But as a coach, McInerney has made it look easy. When she took over an already successful program from Ann Pittman, she kept the winning tradition alive. The Sun Devils have been to 35 straight NCAA tournaments and have finished every season during her tenure ranked in the top 40 nationally, while McInerney herself has won two Pac-12 Coach of the Year honors. You get new girls every year, pretty much, or every four. So having, you know, to coach them up and show them the culture a little bit, that's impressive. It's not a one-time thing, it's a consistent thing. Amid four decades of winning, the sport of tennis has changed drastically, from rackets to recruiting. Perhaps McInerney's biggest strength, 
her ability to adapt and keep up with the times. And even a few years ago, she was teaching me how to contact like this person. And I was like, I had no idea, you know? So she was also teaching me about technology, which is, I was very impressed by that. Like normally I was like, that's my edge. I can teach Sheila that. You know, probably one of the first collegiate programs we were teaching OpenStance for, and that was 35 years ago. Um, and so the same, same thing, you just gotta make sure you're adapting and have good people around you too that can compliment you for what you do. But the true legacy is that to her student athletes, she is Sheila, not Coach McInerney. An emphasis on the person before the player. Once I knew she had my back, I, I could be myself, I could mess up speaking English. You know, it, it, was, it was a game changer for me. It was like a, a second mom. She was a second mom. She truly cared for us. My my family life was a little bit crazy uh, before I got there, and she just, um, you know, really helped me kind of steady myself and keep moving forward. It wasn't all about winning and losing, but it was also important to her that we graduated and that we were happy. I, I talked to Nadia Abdallah mm -hmm. um, for this, and, and she sort of coined what you've built here as a culture of care. Mm. Can you describe sort of what goes into that? What's, what's the saying? It, people wanted, the kids want to know how much you care more than how much you know. They're basically your response. They're, I mean, I, and I'm not married, I don't have kids of my own, but they're, they're basically your, your kids for the time that they're here. And you always, you'd certainly want to treat your kids really well. So you do the same thing with them. Of course, the ultimate question, when will Sheila hang it up? The drive is still there and she simply still loves the job. Is there any sign of you slowing down or are you not thinking about that? No, I, th I think you take it one year at a time. I think that's super important. I, I think the one thing though too, I think it's important that, you know, when you always want to leave the program probably better than you found it, if you can. You love tennis, you love the kids, you love the whole team aspect of it. And I think that's, I mean, how could anything be better really? Yeah. You get paid to do this for 40 years, are you kidding me, right? Four decades strong and still going. A dream job for a lifetime. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Hi, this is Didi Rodriguez, the executive director here at Prestige Assisted Living. Did you know heart disease is the number one cause of death among older adults? But here at Prestige Assisted Living in Sierra Vista, we take the health and wellness of our residents to heart. We are offering a free guide on heart health for older adults on our website. Visit prestigecanhelp.com to download your free guide today. Again, that is prestigecanhelp.com. Next event that you should know about. This Wednesday at 1 p.m., head over to the Sierra Vista Public Library for a matinee showing of 1961's Breakfast at Tiffany's, starring Audrey Hepburn as Holly Golightly. The Truman Capote novel follows a young woman in New York City as she looks for love and security in all the wrong places. The film was a critical and commercial success and received five nominations at the 34th Academy Awards, including Best Actress, Best Adapted Screenplay, and Best Original Story. And here's another event that you should know about. The tools to create fake images and videos are now easily accessible. Can this be considered a form of misinformation? Who will be affected? How did this all start? Join the College of Applied Science and Technology for a free presentation on the threats of AI-generated images and videos on social media. Presented by Chet Hosmer, an accomplished instructor for the University of Arizona. This is all happening February 29th at 4.30 p.m. via Zoom or in person at the UA Sierra Vista campus. 
Register today at azcast.arizona.edu. Finally, we'd like to remember the life of Judy Bridgewater. Judy was born in McAllister, Oklahoma, and moved to Bisbee as an adolescent. She graduated from Bisbee High School and attended Cochise College in Douglas. After college, she moved to San Diego, where she lived and worked until she retired back to Arizona. Judy was a beloved daughter, sister, aunt, great-aunt, and great-great-aunt. Her family, friends, and home were her joy. She loved animals and was especially devoted to her dog, Mr. Smalls. She enjoyed reading, a good joke, travel, and politics. Judy will be deeply missed by her family and friends. She's survived by her brother, sisters, nephews, nieces, great-nephew, great-nieces, and great-great-niece. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Judy's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.